My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hi there, and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. I am Molly McCartney, your host, and today we are here with Laura Zarate. She is a CPA and the owner of Athena CPAs in Tampa, Florida. And um, today we're talking about the discomfort with money, um, how women tend to have that discomfort and how, you know, when we're trying to manifest and work with our intuition to build the life of our dreams or create the life of our dreams, we have to get uncomfortable with these kind of more masculine aspects and looking at the numbers, looking at the money, looking at the actual grounded material things in order to get to the wealth or the abundance that we're looking for. Uh, we were talking before the show about how that law of attraction um, speak and the manifestation ideas out there often leave out that action step. And Laura uh, prides herself on being the one that can help you with that action step. So welcome, Laura. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. My neighbor down there in Tampa. That's pretty cool. I know. That was surprising. That's great. Yeah. 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 I love that. Well, great. So, so tell us what it is that you do. I mean, we know CPA, accounting, taxes, but what is it that you do um, that you do differently in the work that you do? What do you bring to the table um, with the work and, and kind of let, let's start with that. And then I'd love to know why, you know, why you got into it in the first yeah. place. So um, I have a company that helps women, specifically women entrepreneurs, women who have a business, uh, kind of grow their business through financial clarity. I think that, you know, tax, uh, tax preparation is one aspect, but I think what's really lacking and what I see that um, CPAs in general are going, in, going to be in the future that I'm trying to be, it's going to be more of like a strategic ally slash almost like I don't want to call it a business coach, but like sit down with you or with the client and really not only look at money wounds, but also look at, okay, where we are and what, where do we want to be? Um, I think that a lot, a lot of women need help with that because it is something really uncomfortable um, that we definitely need to take a look at. It's part of us growing as a business owner. Um, you know, we can't, we need to know what expenses are coming in to be able to do that. And it sounds great on practice. I'm sorry, on concept, but on practice is very uncomfortable. So mm. yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. And, and you mentioned money wounds. Tell me more about that because I've heard that term. I certainly know what that means for me, but what do you see that um, in the kind of gr greater scheme of things? What's the most often cited money wound that you deal with? Oh, um, I think one that I see a lot is charging, charging your worth. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of women love the work that they do, but they don't, they're either like afraid of work or, they're, or they'll do it for free, which is great that you want to do work for free, but you know, energy is 
money is also energy and you deserve to be paid if you wanted to for the work that you're doing. Um, obviously that involves setting up your prices and standing by them. And I think a lot, what I see is that a lot of women are a little bit afraid of, okay, no, this is the price because who am I to charge X amount of dollars? Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to grow that confidence in yourself and in your services. And the way you do that is just by doing, you can't like prepare. There's so much preparation that you can do, but you can just like get out there. And when you get to, you know, sell one of your services, you're like, oh my God. And then you keep building that confidence. That's right. Um, yeah. But that is one of the ones that I see all the time that are like, yeah, I want to do this, but I want to do it for free. And I'm like, hmm. Okay, so that's not a business, that's a hobby. And they're like, no, 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 it's a business. And I'm like, okay, let's go back. Yeah, 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 I hear you. So did you struggle with that when you began? Yeah, so that, I mean, it comes, everything that I talk about, it comes from like, um, you know, six years ago when I started my business, um, where I, I started as a, like a CPA and they all saw me as, you know, I was 20, Six twenty-seven. They all saw me as this little kid that, whatever. I knew my stuff, but um, I could not stand by my prices. So you know, I would say X, and then I would end up with Y. And obviously, I was mad at myself, which is worse mm-hmm. than being mad at your client um, because you feel like you betrayed yourself. Um, and then slowly, I was like, okay, no. I even if they say no, it, I'm not gonna take it personally because I've said no to other people, and I don't. Like, I don't think they're horrible. I just don't agree with their price and that's fine. And I slowly had to build that confidence where it's okay if people say no. Um, It's okay. You know, this is just part of what it is, I think. Um, I do think that men are better at taking rejection. And I don't know why. I I mean, you tell me if you know. I actually Uh, do. I actually have some some theories on that. (laughs) Well, I think I think what it is is they, um, because the masculine aspect is more mental, it's easier for them to divorce their emotions from their, mm. from their efforts. It's like, we're going to persist. We're going to persist. And yeah, when they're young boys, you know, especially culturally and in almost every culture, it's like, okay, get up and stop crying and go, go back on the field and go do that. Or they start dating. Okay. Persistence is key. Just ask her until she says yes, or keep going and ask as many women out as you can. So, you know, not all men, you know, don't want to generalize that all men are like this, but I think the general, um, kind of masculine way, is that way. And if you meet guys like that, they're totally unbalanced and they don't have that intuition. Luckily there is a lot of guys that have both. And I think that's as women, if we can incorporate some of the more masculine dynamics, the way balanced men incorporate the intuitive dynamics, then we'd have a very different kind of, you know, situation going on between not only between men and women, but the money game, you know, whether it's men or women, we'd be playing on the same field, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, what you said made sense. Um, I remember going back to my, my husband and I'm like, oh my God, this time said no, I don't know what I'm, you know, like all of these things at the beginning. And he's like, okay, so they said no, go and get another one. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, or talk to them. What is it about it that said no? Like, it's, yeah. not, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, huh, so this is how they deal with it. <laughs> yeah. My partner's the same way. Um, like when I first began and, you know, I, I had that same struggle too. And it was like, 
oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What if they say no? What if this, or I don't know how to offer what I do. I don't know how to say it. And uh, we actually found a video and it was a woman who was coaching women on how to sell like a man. And we've laughed about it ever since. It's like, I got a thing. You want the thing? Yes or no. It's like, it's that simple, but we go, oh my God, we're terrible people for wanting to sell the thing and give a thing away and take money for it. It's like, why? It's uh, I think it is the fear and the discomfort with that process instead of kind of depending and staying almost like uh, staying in the maiden, you know, as, as like being taken care of by others, there's a comfort with that. Um, Even, you know, spiritual people like myself were like, I used to say, if I could live in a nunnery and just give my spiritual services away for free, that'd be great. But this is not the world we live in, you know? So. Yeah. I, damn, I definitely think the same way. Like I definitely agree. Um, and I think a lot of us want to live in a nunnery. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely me. When I started, I'm like, why do I have to sell? I know how to do the service. How do you do it? But honestly, I think now, one of the things that I definitely think is that I, you have this view of selling that it's kind of like a car salesman and it just never sounded good to me. Um, so I had to learn how to do it my way. Um, and I think that's a big part of growing as a business. If you have a business, you're eventually like at some point you're going to start, you have to sell to someone at some point, even if it's like once a year to a contractor or whatever it is. Um, and I think that's just part of, that's just part of growing again as a business owner. I actually think right now that has helped me so much in my life mm-hmm. on yeah. other parts like communication and all of that, just because it just made, just, just makes part of who I am right now, but I struggle through it. Like you have no idea. Oh, I hear you girl. And there, there's a reason for that struggle. We'll talk about it a little bit uh, later on in, yeah. in the reading portion of the show, but um, I wanted to touch on something that you said be- before we were getting to know each other. You mentioned that entrepreneurship is like making your wings as you descend. And we, we kind of spoke about how that's using your intuition while you're making your wings is super important. So tell, tell me a little bit more about that. And I just love that statement. It's so freaking true. Um, yes. you know, what that was uh, like for you. It almost feels like you're jumping off an airplane and you have no like safety net and you're like, ah, you know, like that. But you're like, okay, I have to figure out for all my own life what to do. So you kind of like almost roll up your sleeves (laughs) and just kind of get to it. And it's going to be messy. And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's, it's almost like that. But the achievement that you get from like flying your own wing like you know flying on your own wings uh, that you built is crazy um because you have all the systems or the way of doing but it, you, it also involves you growing as a person absolutely and um that is definitely the scariest thing you will do but it's definitely the best thing you will do like and, and you find in, like financial independence because you also get empowered by knowing that you can, you know, you can take care of yourself. That's you can right. do things your way and they work. You're, there's nothing wrong with you because you want to do it differently. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And, and yeah. so you mentioned also following your intuition to the right type of client was really important. You know, that was a big success. And, and maybe that goes back to the saying no, when, when you 
and when it's not a great fit and saying, oh, well, I'm gonna have to negotiate myself for this client. So hmm, maybe, maybe I have to be in integrity with myself more than giving myself away. Is that yeah. for you? Yeah, I think uh, so. Like, here's something like something that I heard that I thought about a lot when I started saying yes and no, I'm picking my niche was really, you should be saying yes, no, as many times as you should, as you should be saying yes. And that's super weird because when I started, you would take anything, right? You're like, okay, I need to pay my bills here. <laughs> um, but eventually when you get to a, to a place that you realize, okay, what people do I enjoy, legitimate enjoy seeing them grow? Mm-hmm. And those were women. I was like, I love seeing women uh, because it's almost, I don't want to sound like too feminine. I don't know if it's feminist or, but it's almost like seeing like a flower, like they grow and everything around them grows with them. With men, it's, you know, like they power their family and all of that. But with women, it's great to see them doing all things, you know, like being moms, being bosses having your own, like, I love seeing that. Um, So that's kind of where I niche down, definitely. Uh, And that involves like intuition, so much intuition where, especially in accounting, people are very, you know, black and white and, you know, and I, when I talk about my business, I mentioned tax planning or taxes at all at the end. I don't know if you mentioned, because I want to, my aim here is not to do your tax. My aim here is to see you grow. And that's what I'm going to start with. But I mean, trust me, I, I've only seen a couple of firms that do the way things, the, the way I do things. Mm-hmm. And, but I do see that as being the future. We are going to be a strategic planner. Uh, planners are to a point and somebody else, you know, a machine is going to do the tax, like the most difficult taxes. And that's kind of what I see. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, <clears throat> that makes total sense. And that vision that you're listening to is to grow into that next level for yourself, not only to yeah. help people at a new level, help women at a new level, but to help yourself. So what kind of challenges do you face when you're growing and kind of scaling in the way that you're talking about? I know you mentioned like some low self-esteem patterns, some, you know, kind of getting down on yourself. How does that show up for you? And, and what's your biggest challenge right now as you like follow your intuition to a new level of your own business? I think right now, my biggest challenge, um, as far as intuition, I think, I think I'm getting through it, but it's uh, a lot of every, every layer of your, of business growth comes with like some imposter syndrome. Um, for me, it's like, who do you think you are, blah, blah, blah. And then you accomplish it. And then the next level, and then the whole thing starts again. Who do you think you are, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I think, yeah, like a lot of imposter syndrome always comes in. Um, something that I realized, I think I told you with my coach and also reading a lot, I read a, I read a lot of psychologies that the person who's talking to me and who you think you are is your ego. And your ego is only trying to protect you and keep you safe. So the moment you understand that your mind is made up, you know, there's several parts of your mind. One of them is your ego and your ego is that afraid that you're going to fail. Um, you understand that that's like what you're hearing is not true. Um, even though it's coming from within. Absolutely. And, 
that is so powerful because you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, like it's talking to me, but it may not be true. and I don't have to believe it. That's right. Yeah. I, I talk about that in my book and I talk about that in, in a lot of the work that I do with, with clients, it's the same kind of concept, but slightly different and, and cutting it down into even smaller details that our ego is split into the mind and the body. So yeah. the body's desire to survive and stay safe in this limited lifetime and stay comfortable as well. And then the mind's deal is always about overthinking and doubting the intuition and yes, but, and this and that. And so it's, it is interesting when we break it down into parts, the, the, you know, the mind, the body and the spirit, to me, it's the intuition is your spirit talking the, the part of you that's eternal, you know, and has come to do specific things, not only to help you heal, but to help other people heal. And it's really cool to hear you talk about, you know, being a CPA, being a money kind of money, wealth coach, mindset coach, you know, entrepreneurs, there's a lot of, um, Kind of healing in what you're doing. And, and that's kind of surprising for, you know, someone in the financial sphere, but it's, it's needed. It's very important. So much. I think that sometimes we speak like the lingo, but like, it's like a rocket scientist. We don't like the other people are not sure what we're saying. <laughs> and sometimes they don't even want to look at like finances because they, they feel uncomfortable. So they're like, I, I don't want to look at it, but like instead of us, you know, being all professorial about our tech, you know, or just giving lectures and not really connecting with people. I think we do come to an age where we do have to connect. Somebody has to do that work. And mm-hmm. if we want to see other women succeed, I think the feminine kind of curing kind of the feminine energy and bringing that into the business is kind of needed for us. Yeah, maybe absolutely. not for men or maybe not so much, but I think definitely for us, it just makes part of who we are. And as much as we say, no, 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 mm-hmm. it yeah. comes out. Absolutely. And I'm looking at your cards with regards to the growth that you're going through and that imposter syndrome right now. And it's real interesting because you've got, there's some big ideas that you have about what you're, you've come to do in this world. Um, and it's bigger than you allow people to see. It's, it's like you're very purpose-driven. And so it's like, this is a divine purpose. It's not, um, and I know on your application to be on the show, you said, well, you know, money, you know, taxes aren't sexy or something like that. You know, it's not like the, the favorite thing people want to talk about, but it is, it is, you know, about abundance and, and getting to that place of being able to be self-actualized. If people don't understand how to get their basic needs met, then how can they get to that next level of letting go of their ego of being a healing presence in the world? So this is something that you've come to to share with people. So really honing down on that kind of purpose is going to be really helpful for you. Like the niching down even further (laughs) is going to be even more helpful for you to to do the work. And, And also I can see you broadcasting it more than you do now, whether it's courses or a YouTube channel, you may, maybe you already have one, um, but like videos and, and being, being that friend from afar for people to like warm up to the idea of, yeah, I can, I can be wealthy too, or I could have a successful business too. So, or did you feel that? I saw you kind of thinking when I was um, mentioning that. So how do you feel about that sense of purpose to come and help people heal at that survival level so that they can thrive? 
You know, um, yes, something that I, I guess I didn't mention is that for the first like two, one or two years, I was just doing taxes. And I remember writing on my journal, I still have it here. I was like, I want a business that is purpose driven because I was, I was feeling like it didn't have a heart. Mm-hmm. And I think with so much development, like um, personal development that I've done, I finally found the heart. And it wasn't like in another niche or it wasn't in another thing. It was sitting in front of me and I just needed to connect, like connect the two things. Uh, But when you mentioned the word abundance, I think you saw my eyes light up because it was definitely something that I had to deal with as a, like, I was, I don't know, I'm an an immigrant. Um, I arrived to the United States with two 40 kilo bags and I think a hundred bucks and my dad. So I think I, I do, I did have to find that abundance um, and understand that that's like, that's a way of living that I want to live in. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And then when your life improves and that's the way of the, the luminous warrior, as this card deck suggests, or the light worker or the healer, like once you get to a certain place of, of success or abundance with yourself, you want to spend your time getting other people that like you want to give it back. Of course. So, so it's like, definitely that's your path and, and nothing is the sky's kind of the limit for you, but also just as the more you focus on like, this is my purpose, then that will block out the maybe low self-esteem or like, who am I to try to do this? Or, um, cause I do see that, you know, way more than you let on, <laughs> you have a lot of experience and a lot of wisdom. Um, and if you have better boundaries with those who would talk down to you, and it may be because of your youthfulness, um, no matter what your age, you have a certain kind of youthfulness that people might think, oh, well, she's not stuffy and serious. And she, maybe she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's totally new to this, but you know, that kind of image, it's like, so what, you know, work with me and you'll see what I'm talking about because you're definitely being invited on a journey to finally let go of those old, um, those old habits and patterns of playing small because, well, yes, of course I'm, you know, an immigrant or I'm young or whatever, or I've got to earn some, some kind of place in this world. Um, that is definitely kind of going away for you in the next decade. And the best thing you can do is just create better energetic boundaries to say, you know, who cares what anybody else says? I've got intentions to do good in this world. And if they don't understand or they don't respect it, then they're not my people, you know? Yeah. I think I'm, I mean, I'm slowly finding that out that, that I need to find my people and they exist out there. I'm not an alien. Like Mm -mm. when I find one, I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We are best friends. I I think that's the thing about any kind of helping work. It's not as simple as like, yes, I can just help everyone. Or like, you need this service from me, like, you know, and selling to that degree, it is a divine orchestration, you know, in my experience, it's, it's like a divine appointment. There's, you know, you might not see someone for a whole, like get a new client for a whole month but then you get three new clients and they're all perfect for you the next month or the next season. And it's just kind of listening to your intuition and the in-between times to not judge your success as more or less. And I feel that when you, that's when, when things aren't, the numbers aren't showing up, that masculine side in you goes, Oh God, maybe this isn't working. Or maybe I shouldn't, shouldn't um, uh, detach from this comfort zone because I really need it. 
and the, your intentions are so very strong and you're going to have a very, well, you already have a very unique way of doing it, but I see what you have now is going to blossom into very much more like money coaching. Like, yes, you understand taxes and you can start with that, but it's some kind of wealth or growth strategies for, it sounds like women, but could be entrepreneurs, could be immigrant entrepreneurs. It's like picking your passion and saying, this is, this is who spirit, who God has, has told me to come here and help. So this is who I'm going to help. Does that make sense? Yeah. And thank you. Yeah. It, it definitely feels good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's when, you know, it's right. It's like, ah, oh, yeah. that expansive feeling. That's the, the intuitive. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so finally you've got uh, some action steps here is to also pay attention to your inner child make sure that she is getting what she needs. Um, sometimes you might work a little too hard or get into that, like uh, working for success because there is a part of you that enjoys the challenge and enjoys that success. But if you're not just simply playing, like that would be vacationing or just going to the beach. I see a little one. Do you have a little one or a niece or something? I'm pregnant. Oh. <laughs> well, there you uh, go. <laughs> Little one to come. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, right inside of me. I'm, uh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. I did not know that guys, the listeners. I did not know that she did not put that on her application. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, that when they said like, if it's 12 weeks or less, you shouldn't say anything, but I mean, that's the only child in my life. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, that's coming up. Um, and so definitely it may feel, and I've got the divine detour card along with that. So that actually clarifies that card a little bit more that there, it may seem like, oh gosh, I don't have as much energy to, to grow the business, but it's actually going to round out your life. And that picture of abundance is going to be a bigger picture that, oh, well, I have this joy. And I also have this new discipline coming as a mother and I will still work on my business. It can, ha it can happen at the same time. It, it may just be more divine timing. So you have to trust that and just okay. get really complete about I'm living in my heart. So if that means my growth is slower, um, that's okay. I can take some time to, you know, definitely the first year being a mom is going to take a lot. Um, and then, and then have plans along the way and work it all in together as a business plan together. Like, how am I going to be a mom the way I want to be a mom and then have this business. But I feel it's absolutely po uh, possible if you stay yeah. in and listen to that spirit. Okay. Yeah. That's something that has been actually on my mind where I'm like, okay, what do I, how many months do I need off? And then how am I going to do it? So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. That's exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. So and it's funny. It is. It, this is, you can't make it up. That's, uh, that's yeah. my thing. That's what I do. So I just love, um, I love to, to see the light shining in other women, the way that it shines in you. So keep it Thank up, you. keep helping Thank other you. people. You're welcome. Because when you light your candle and then you go light everybody else's candle, that's how we get a, a, a better world. You know, that's how we get a more yeah. human world. I agree completely. Amen. Yeah. Awesome. Well, <laughs> so thank you so much for being here today and um, let everyone know where they can find you. And maybe I think you said you had a free gift for people who are wanting to know some things about taxes and. Yeah. So um, you can find me. So my business is Athena CPAs um, and you can find me on Instagram and in Facebook under that name, Athena CPAs. Um, it's my username for Instagram. I, um, so that's that. Um, my website is actually athenacpas.com. So it's easy. 
one thing and it's the same. Um, and then on my website, you will find, I have uh, one of the questions that I get a lot is what is deductible? So I actually made a list of a hundred things that could be deductible for your business. So keep in mind it's for different businesses, but it could be something that may be able to help you this time of year where you're trying to figure out your finances. So that's I awesome. love that. I might go take a yeah. look at that myself. My, my accountant says <laughs> he's okay with the, deducting the crystals as long as I have a reason for it. <laughs> It has to be ordinary and necessary. Yes. Ordinary and necessary. That's right. Well, for, yeah. for some people. So awesome. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your, your wisdom and your light. Um, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, Listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, Book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.